Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, the Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Christian. And today I am very pleased to have Anya and Migdalia with me here. And once again, I want to welcome you to the Exploring Art Podcast. Now, today's case study is a bit of an interesting one, and that is a focus on Duchamp's fountain, which was a little ready-made that he created that caused a little bit of controversy during the 1917 Society of Independent Artists in New York event. Now, a little bit of backstory of Marcel Duchamp very quickly, whose full name was Henry Robert Marcel Duchamp. He was a French painter, he enjoyed sculpting, wonderful chess player and a writer, and who was very famous for his ready-made of the fountain, which is pretty controversial at the time. Now, I'm gonna go a little bit into the case study and we have some questions that we're gonna answer from there. So Duchamp's fountain. In 1917, the first annual exhibition of the Society of Independent Artists in New York City, French artist in exile Marcel Duchamp submitted a work entitled Fountain. This work, a simple porcelain urinal purchased by the artist, hung at a 90 degree angle and signed with the pseudonym Armut, was rejected by the society because it was judged to not be art, but in a moral display. Duchamp, Beatrice Wood, and H.P. Roche responded to this judgment in an article in The Blind Man of May 1917 saying, now, Mr. Mutt's fountain is not immoral, that is absurd, no more than a bathtub is immoral. It is a fixture that you see every day in plumber's show windows. Whether Mr. Mutt with his own hands made the fountain or not has no importance. He chose it. He took an ordinary article of life, placed it so that its useful significance disappeared under the new title and point of view, created a new thought for the object. Now, should Fountain's offensiveness to, quarrel to current moral sensibilities have counted against it being recognized as art? So the fact that Duchamp chose this particular urinal and presented it in a certain way with a certain title constitutes sufficient grounds for recognizing it as art. If you were a judge at the 1917 SIA exhibition, what would you have decided to do with this work? If you were a judge for an annual show of new works in a major American art museum today, what would you do with it, assuming it had never been displayed before? Now, we can see already that Duchamp's fountain did cause a bit of controversy for the sole fact that it was a urinal, it was just rotated. So a little bit about the, the Society of Independent Artists in New York. So in 1917, it was created to be against the, the, Society of International Artists was an exhibition that didn't have any judges or prizes. It was just for people to show their art. So you would pay a fee, your art would be shown. You'd pay, if I remember correctly, you'd pay about a dollar to go into the show and you would pay five bucks to have your artwork displayed. But no matter what type of artwork it was, as long as you paid, it was supposed to show. Now, another question that ends, will end up being popped up is the fact that they mentioned that he was in exile. So why is that the case? Well, the main reason that Duchamp was in exile was the fact that during this time World War I was going on and for fear of being enlisted, he decided, you know what? I'm not gonna stay here. I'm not gonna fuck in a war. I'm getting out of here. So he left to New York City to avoid any type of enlistment. So other questions will end up being posed. For example, uh, Anya, uh, do you know why it was titled Fountain? Um, 
so <laughs> it was pretty much titled Fountain because it was a simple porcelain urinal that Duchamp purchased and he just decided to hang it at a 90 degree angle. So it could be seen as a matter of perspective because when you look at it originally, it doesn't look like a urinal. You look at it for the first time, it's like, what is this? You can yeah, consider definitely. it a fountain or something to drink out of almost. <laughs> if it weren't for the holes in the back, you would assume it's something just to drink out of. Yeah. So what what what's the, the material that was created? What was the material that was used to make the, the urinal at hand? I'm pretty sure it was porcelain. You know, it's a ceramic material that it's formed and then it's like thrown into like a kiln and pretty much baked at a high temperature. <laughs> oh, it's almost like clay. Yeah, pretty like, much. Uh, back, back when we were young and we were in art class and we were building little clay things and then we just the teacher was like, hey, come on, let's put it in the kiln. Don't touch it. It'll hurt you. Something like that. Yeah, for sure. All right, all right. Now, a weird thing was the fact that it was hung 90 degrees. Now, we can assume it was a matter of perspective, but at least that's my view on it. What do you, why do you think it was hung 90 degrees? What do you think was the point of that? So I did a little research on this. Um, he was, Duchamp was like fascinated by um, problems of representing spatial fourth dimension objects. Um, it was basically how he, he processed doing his artwork. He just wanted to see it from a different perspective and to understand, you know, see what other people, how they would interpret it. That's a fair point. Yeah, because like I said, once again, once you rotate it at 90 degrees, still, it can look like an arrow. I mean, if you were to fill in the holes, it would just seem like a normal fountain, a weird, weird type of fountain. Yeah. But nonetheless, it would be a fountain it wouldn't be considered a urinal until you really look into it. Hey, these holes are here. If you flip it this way, yeah, it's, it's, it's a place where you pee. It's a, it's a urinal. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, if you didn't know what a urinal is, because urinals typically in men's bathroom, you wouldn't even know it's a urinal. Yeah, you just look at it like, hey, wow, this is a fountain. Such a weird design, but could be exotic for all, you know, because it's a massive collection of artists displaying their work. All right. So Migdalia, I have a question. Um, do you know why Duchamp used a pseudonym by any chance? So he kind of used the name um, R. Matt because due to like his previous encounters with people and like his like kind of like his reputation and he wanted to like test the openness of like the judges um the openness of like and see like how they respond to his artwork without them knowing like who he actually was oh okay so it's pretty much like hey i'm gonna go undercover pretend i'm some newfangled artist and publish mm -hmm. my work and see how the people think mm -hmm. because if he yeah. was to put the art under his own name i think we would all know what would happen it's oh my god it's such a wonderful work of art how did he do this Let's interpret it in some random way that we would interpret only with him 
versus the pseudonym with the random name, unknown artist, doesn't have any standing with the community. So it would just be how others would perceive it without him on it. Okay, that's a, that's a good thought. So what, what is the pseudonym after all? What, what is the pseudonym, Medalia? Well, just to clarify. Basically, it's like a fake name. It's like right. refer refer to someone like anonymously. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, pseudonym, fake name. Okay, no, that does make sense. So another question. So in the article, it mentions Beatrice Wood and H.P. Roche. Do you mm -hmm. know who those people were? To yeah. Marcel? Um, well, Beatrice Wood was um, an American artist and a studio potter. And H.P. Roche was a French author. And they both worked with Marcel um, Duchamp and like some work, such as like The Blind Man and The Wrong, Wrong Magazine in New York City. Oh, okay, okay. So they, it seems like they were either close together and they did come to his aid in the article of the blind man. Not him exactly, but with his pseudonym. They came to his defense. Hey, look, this person chose the art. You can't say whether it's art or not because he chose it. It's how he felt about the piece. Okay, that's fair. All right. So I do want to dive a little bit into the questions from the article itself, since I feel like this is a really good discussion topic. So the first question that comes is, should Fountain's offensiveness to current moral sensibilities have counted against it being recognized as art? Now, I feel like, no. If the, at least in the, in the eyes of the Society of International Artists, if it was paid for, it should technically be put on display and put as art. For sure. Because <laughs> art is what's interpreted as, art is in, is in the eye of the beholder. You know, one interpretation of art is not one interpretation. Is one, uh, sorry. I interpret art one way, a person can interpret it art as another way. Um, Duchamp's, uh, or Armut at this case, is pseudonym, interpreted the fountain as, hey, it's a urinal, 90 degrees, it may not have exactly a meaning. It could have just been as a joke, like, hey, I'm going to put this out here, see what, I, uh, see what I like about it, and ha, ha, ha. Just like, for example, uh, one of the, one of the uh, artwork, one of the artworks that involved the hamburger and the college students were trying to make a ketchup bottle next to it. That ketchup bottle could technically be considered art, but maybe just laughing at the artist's hamburger creation. But overall, it is technically still art. It was created with some type of purpose in mind, no matter how insignificant or how compelling it might be. What do you think, Anya? I mean, personally, yeah, I think art is art. It's, it's however, like you said, however each person interprets it. And um, the society shouldn't have like not displayed it he he paid the fee and the art needed to be displayed regardless of what it was um i don't like toilets though so <laughs> that's fair that's fair you know growing up with three brothers toilets can oh. can get like really disgusting so growing up with a brother myself yeah i <laughs> i get you i get you it's it's not always accurate <laughs> 
Don't worry. And Medali, what do you think? Yeah, um, I just think like you can't really say what is art and what's not. The whole purpose of it is to kind of like make someone feel something, basically. That's like, right. Yeah. Yeah, I got to let it speak to you. The piece speak to you. Yeah. I mean, personally, I wouldn't know how Fountain would speak to me. I would just be like, damn, a urinal. Who put this here? <laughs> but to others, they may interpret it in some other type of way. Like, hey, wow, this is talking about how maybe uh, this thing should be more exposed to the environment. As, um, as they said in the article, hey, this isn't a plumber's show window. This, should be, this shouldn't be anything crazy. Okay. Anything else you guys want to add before we go to the next question? Do you think um, do you think that one of the reasons why he named it a fountain, maybe not so much because it's a urinal, but because it actually looks like it could be like a water fountain based on how, you know, just from slight research, how water fountains looked back in the day, you know, they're not the typical metal ones that we see nowadays or that we grew up seeing in school. That could very well be the case because it's, it was uh, tied there to show, Hey, this is just a fountain quote unquote, mm -hmm. or it could have been also been used as a way to shift perspective because maybe somebody looking at it without it being a name, without it having a name, would just show, hey, this looks like this is a urinal. But with the name, it's like, hey, maybe it could be a pound because of this, this, and that. And it makes one assume certain aspects as opposed to just looking at the object and taking it at face value. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Any other questions before we continue? Any other thoughts? All right. So the second question from the article asks, so the fact that Duchamp chose this particular urinal and presented it in a certain way with a certain title constitutes sufficient grounds for recognizing it as art. Now, I would say yes, more for the fact that he chose a piece. As we can assume, it wasn't chosen at just random. He probably chose it particularly for the shape of the urinal and the way that he had it presented was a shift in perspective. So this, this uh, 90 degree turn or 90 degree, uh, yeah, 90 degree shift and the way it was presented shows, hey, this might actually be a fountain after all. It's a, it was a view of perspective. And I think that's what he wanted to try and show because this is art. This is what I want to present as art. And then it's up to the, it's up to the end, to the person observing the art, whether or not they want to believe, hey, is this really art or is this not? Some people will assume, no, this is not art. This is just some piece. And maybe that's also a viewpoint on the ready-made itself. And it is a ready-made. They didn't create it. Some people don't recognize that as art. Some people do. Personally, I feel like it's still art because of how they chose it, why they chose to present it that way, because it had some type of purpose. Ultimately, there was a purpose toward why it was rotated that way, why it was created that way, why it was signed this way, why it was presented that way. At least that's my view on it. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think what you said was um, that it was a ready-made piece and it could have been chosen also, just assumption, because it's porcelain and introducing not so much a new 
form of like an object to, you know, to the art form, but to be able to say, Hey, I can take anything and flip it any which way I want to do anything to it, slap a pseudonym on it and call it art. It doesn't have to be an, a painting or, you know, the typical type type of art that you would normally see, at least back in 1917. Yeah, of course. Migdali, you have any, any thoughts on the, on the topic? Um, I think just because he did put it 90 degrees and because he did like say it's a fountain and not a urinal, I guess that did kind of made it recognize it as an art, but I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I mean, it, it's confusing for some people. I don't blame you because I looked at it the first time. I was like, what the heck is this? It's, it's a urinal. Yeah. It, it's pretty much a urinal. <laughs> what is this? But now that I thought about it, I feel like it wasn't the art piece itself that might have been the art, but rather the purpose of him presenting it was to test the Society of Independent Artists to see how they would accept it to see how they would feel about it yeah I don't know because he did like nothing special to it besides like change it 90 degrees so it's like and like I don't know because someone else like created the urinal like they didn't really change anything else to it I don't know that's why I'm like conflicted about it <laughs> so it sounds like you're saying that it was somebody else's art first and he took it <laughs> and that's flipped it around yeah because nothing else was changed to make it his own besides like the way he thought about it I guess yeah so the so urinal creator to... is the artist yeah to me okay that's fair I mean that's a fair point too because you know it is just a... it's like for example grabbing a tv and rotating it 90 degrees and being like yeah this is art now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like at least with this it wasn't a matter of the artwork itself, but rather he was testing the the judge, uh, not the judges, but the organizers of the event to see whether or not they would accept the art as well. Because if you pay the fee, you pay everything, you should be allowed to go in. But no, uh, a simple fountain or urinal is immoral for some reason when other artwork have displayed uh, much more, well, what we consider immoral. I mean, back then, I guess you would assume naked women, things of that nature would be more moral and you show that in art. Oh, that's art. But mm -hmm. a simple, you know, toilet, simple urinal that's usually on display mm -hmm. from a lot of people's or like in, uh, as you mentioned, the plumbers show the show house or the showcases. They're showing up the, the urinals every day. It's already there. So what, why is it really immoral? Or is it just for the sole fact that you don't want to take it? And I think that's what he was testing. And I wonder if it's because it's also like an everyday object that, you know, people typically wouldn't look at as art. Like it's something, you know, a man uses <laughs> almost every day. That, that's a fair point too. Yeah. Like you can grab a toilet, just a normal toilet and put it there, rotate it 90 degrees and be like, this is a scooter now. <laughs> or you slap on some wheels on it you slap some wheels on it boom you have a scooter no that's a fair point that's, that is a fair point yeah maybe it is because it wasn't as extraordinary 
as other artwork. Wow, look, something like the Mona Lisa or wow, look at the sculpture that they made. When instead it was just, hey, I just slapped my name on some random objects. Here you go. Yeah. That's a fair point, yeah. All right, do we have any, any more thoughts, any questions, anything we want to go over before we continue? Mm -hmm. No, keep going. All right. So if you were a judge at the 1917 Society of Independent Artists exhibition, what would you have decided to do with the work? Now, if I was a judge at that time, the criteria pretty much is you pay, your artwork is displayed. If they met the criteria of, hey, I paid five bucks, let me put it on display, I put it on display. Because there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just a, a urinal. And they paid, so why not? They paid the money to show it, they should be allowed to show it. I don't see an issue with that. At least in my in my eyes. What about you, Anya? Um, I I agree, definitely. Um, <clears throat> this is the artist's form of art. This is what they chose to showcase. And like you said, they paid they paid their money to showcase it. So there were no other stipulations that said, hey, you can't do this because of X, Y, and Z, at least from research, there's, you know, nothing that said that, but yeah, they definitely should have showcased it um, because it's his art. Well, our mutt's art. <laughs> yeah. I think like, because like he followed the regulations and pay, like he didn't like go against what they said. So they had to keep their word and put it up as art. Yeah, like ultimately they should have just kept their word and be like, you know what, we may not agree with it, but they paid for it. So therefore it should also be introduced. It is in the eye of the beholder at this point. We are not judges. We do not give out prizes. We are none of that. We are just a medium for others to showcase their own art. Yeah. All right. So if you were a judge... If you were a judge for an annual show of new works in a major American art museum today, what would you do with it, assuming it had never been displayed? Now, if this had never been displayed before, considering today's art, I wouldn't think I would show it. In a major American art museum, I don't think I would show it. Because <laughs> what value does it have? What purpose? What energy has been put into it? I don't see it as anything extravagant. You're showing me a literal urinal with your name on it. You turned it 90 degrees and that was it. Either it gets polished as I pick it up, it gets sent to the curators, it gets polished up, looking nice. Maybe then it could be interpreted as something else. But if I were to look at it as a judge, I'd be, this is just a urinal with a name on it. There is nothing else done to it apart from the fact that it was rotated. I don't see any purpose other than it's a urinal. It, yeah. it feels more like a joke. <laughs> Not an insult, but like a joke to art. Like, hey, here's a yeah. urinal. Yeah. Piss on it. Or something like that. Like, exactly. <laughs> what, what's the point of it? What, what is the logic within it? That's, that's, that would be my viewpoint if I was a judge. And I've never seen it before. I mean, at that point, it'd be like, it. you'd be curious and you'd want to get the artist's insight on it. Like, why, why did the artist do that? I mean, personally, if I were a judge, 
I would definitely, my first question would be, was this a used urinal? <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, a great question. <laughs> like, seriously, I mean, was it a urinal that he, you know, walked into a place and said, okay, was it like a pile of urinals that were disposed of? And he decided, yeah, I'm going to take that one over there. Um, and I'm going to make it art. But I don't know. He didn't even make it art. Like if he like made it into like an actual fine, like like a whole display on and like, I don't know, tried put it on like, a, like made it bigger, put it on a field, then like, yeah. But he didn't do anything to it besides turn it 90 degrees. He literally just turned it 90 degrees and slapped a pseudonym on it. And yeah. It, for all we know, he could have pissed in there and said, this is also the art that's in there. <laughs> like, how would we have known? How would we know? We just see a urinal and it's like, wow. It's a urinal. Good mm-hmm. job. What, what are we going to get from that? What is, literally, if it was the first time we've seen it, what are we going to interpret from it? We're just going to look at it and be, hey, it's a urinal. Okay, what, what's the purpose? What's the reason for its existence? Did they pee in it? Is it clean? Uh, where did it come from? Why is this here? At least currently. Back then, it would make a little more sense in terms of judging the art. But now, I, I wouldn't see a, a use for it. I would not have it displayed. I wouldn't judge it. i just disqualify it. <laughs> Unless- I'd laugh at it and disqualify it. Unless he made like some like crazy like deeper meaning to it and like move yeah. me to speech, then it was a no for me. What type of speech are you gonna make with a urinal? Re- respectfully. <laughs> what, what are you gonna do? This urinal is perspective because if you flip it ninety degrees, it is a fountain. It's all a matter of perspective. And then somebody in the audience is going to be like, so where do you drink from it and where does the water drain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I personally could not see a speech going with that. Unless you're really, really good at orating, but I, I personally cannot see a speech to say what that is. I yeah. mean, it'll probably, it, it would be a moment. It'd be a comedic moment. That's what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's like the unless there's a toilet unless there's like a bathroom display and then they decide hey here's a urinal for the bathroom display then it would make sense to some point but it would be great for a plumbing convention or you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes it would but for for casual art or for a major art museum today i i don't see a value in it now, do you think we're close-minded by that and not accepting it as art? The problem is with art, at least me personally, I feel like there needs to be some type of purpose with it. Yeah. Mind you, we have the backstory of, like, mind you, for the Society of Independent Artists, it was anybody who paid should get in, which is fair. Mm-hmm. They pay, they should get in. But today, it's not just, oh, you pay and you have it. No, it's what's the meaning of it? Why is yeah. this what it is? What does it represent? There has to be a purpose. Yeah. Unless you can really show a purpose, I don't see it being put in an art museum. Yeah. 
Because, like, you know, like, those paintings that has, like, splatters on it, too, like, random dots. Like, yes. even though, like, people are like, oh, they're just dots. Like, someone made that because, like, they were angry or something. Like, she mm-hmm. their painting. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the... Like, the painting with one half white and one half black. Like, there's some meaning there, too. Yeah. But there, there's yeah. a meaning towards it. As much as it's simple, there's a meaning. But for, for Duchamp's Fountain... If it was displayed now and I was a judge, I would just be like, no, that, that's it's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. But no. Yeah. And then I think going back to the re- his reason why it was mostly to see how the society would interpret it and if they would accept it. Exactly. And as we know, they didn't accept it. Yeah. But they they should have still they should have still accepted it following their rules. At least give the man his money back. Like. Exactly. He paid the five bucks. Give him the five bucks back. Five hey. bucks back then was a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. But they should keep true to the word. They would let anybody in who pays. They should let anybody in who pays. They mm. might agree with it, but it should be uh, following their protocol. Because at the end of the day, they're not judges. Nobody's getting a prize for this. It's just an exhibition. Mm-hmm. But in today's judgment world, if it was an American art museum, I, I wouldn't. Like I said, I'd laugh at it. We'd have a good laugh, all of us, ha, 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 and then no. All right. Well, do you guys have any other questions, any other thoughts on the on the topic at hand? Anything else do you guys want to mention about the shop, the fountain, anything of that nature? No, it's a pretty good discussion. Yeah. All right, then. So guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I want to thank Anya and Magdalia for joining us today. I really do appreciate it. And this concludes the Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to the Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. And please join us soon. And remember to stay curious.